Welcome back to God's Pathway to Life for You. I'm your host, Dave. Today, we're going to be talking about John chapter 8. Hello, thanks for returning to the podcast. Uh, Today, I want to be talking about John chapter 8. Before I get started, I'd like to say my little prayer. Lord, Father in heaven, please hear my prayer. Please help us to truly understand your word, to let your word live in our hearts every day, to guide us and to comfort us, to redirect us, and to conform us in your son's image. All this I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, last time we was together, we was talking about John 7. Well, now we're into John 8. And man, what a chapter. I kind of got to say, man, this is a, a good chapter. I mean, really, Jesus really tears into the scribes and the Pharisees pretty hardcore. Okay, so let's get into it. Jesus went, went to the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning, he came again into the temple. And all the people came to him. And he sat down and he taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman taken in adultery. So she was caught in adultery act. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Master, this woman has taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. What say you? They said this, tempting Jesus, that he might have that so they might have something to accuse him of. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he didn't hear them. And when they continued to ask him, they was pestering him, he lifted himself up and said to them. He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down, and he wrote on the ground. And they that which heard it, being convicted of their own conscience, because they all had sinned, went out one by one, beginning with the eldest and even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. And Jesus lifted up himself and saw none but the woman. And he said to her, Woman, where are those of your accusers? No man has condemned you? She says, No man condemned me, Lord. And Jesus said to her, Neither shall I do, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Then Jesus then spoke Jesus again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of the life. See, that's what I was saying. You know, when you flip back there uh, to uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, what does it say? God said, let there be light, and there was light. And what did Jesus just now say in in chapter 8, verse 12? Then Jesus spoke again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of the life. See, that's when God and Jesus created that plan. Back in Genesis, before he created anything, he said, let there be light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And what did he say? He that walks follows me shall not walk in darkness and then back in genesis god says god saw the light and it was good and god divided the light from the darkness so he divided satan from god from jesus and uh, the pharisees therefore said to him you bore record of yourself your record is not true and then jesus answered and said to them 
Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know where I come, or where I came, and where I go. But you cannot tell from where I come and where I go. You judge after the flesh. I judge no man. So they, they're setting, he's saying when he says you judge after the flesh, he goes, you're judging by uh, man's standard, the world, uh, manly standards, man's understanding. And I judge, I don't judge by that man's understanding. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I am, but I and the Father that sent me. So he's saying he's doing the will of his Father, and then him and his Father are coming off the same page, reading off the same page. He's told he's been told by God what to do, and he's just doing what God has sent him to do. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. So he's saying it's written in your law that if two men make a statement, then that's got to be true. He goes, I am the one that bears witness of myself. And the Father that sent me bears witness of me. So he's saying, I bear witness of myself and God bear witness of me to say that I'm doing God's will. So, you know, as far as you guys should be concerned, this is the truth. These words spoke Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temples, and no man lay hands on him for his time, his hour has not yet come. Then said Jesus again to them, I go my way. And you, here, here's where it comes down to. See, what, what Jesus is getting ready to tell these scribes and these Pharisees is that there's no way they're ever going to make it to heaven. They're, they're, they're all lost. And this is why I'm telling you, if you can understand you know, the Bible that we're going through as we're going through it, that means God has placed that faith in your heart and you're saved. You have salvation. There's nothing to worry about. You rejoice because you're a Christian. But if you can't understand the things that I'm saying, then you're lost. And Satan is your father. And man, you got to do something to fix that situation before you draw your last breath. Well, see, Jesus is fixing to lay down some stuff on these guys and, and tell them that, you know, they're not Christians. They're not following Abraham. And, and they're going to try to claim Abraham's divinity, you know, here pretty soon. And he's going to lay that off to the side on them, too. So I'm going to explain it as we go along. But, man, this, this really gets into the, the meat and bread and butter of stuff right here. Then Jesus said again to them, I go my way. And you shall seek me and shall die in your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. Because Jesus already knows that these guys are lost. These are people bound for hell, and they're accusing him, and they hate him, and they try to kill him. And so he knows that these people are, are bound for hell. And so he just straight up telling them that they're going to hell. Then said the Jews, will he kill himself? Because he says, where I go, you cannot follow. You cannot come. And he said to them, you are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I say therefore to you that you shall die in your sins, for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in his sins. So he's saying, you know, you don't believe that I'm the Messiah. You don't believe that I'm the chosen one, the one that's come to uh, set God's plan into motion. You're denying me that right. And they said to him, Who are you? And Jesus said to him, Even the same that I've been saying to you from the beginning. So he says, I've been telling you who I am from the beginning, but you won't but you people just won't listen. I have many things I have many things to say and to judge of you. 
But he that sent me is true, and I speak to you the words, those things which I have heard of him. So he's saying, I'm bringing the, the message I'm bringing you is from God himself. It's his personal message to mankind. They understood not that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, when you, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, when you crucified the Son of Man, then you shall know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. He says, I'm not doing my will, I'm doing the will of the Father, because he showed me what I needed to do, and he taught me the things that I need to do. And he that sent me is with me, and God has not left, uh, the, the Father has not left me alone. For I, I do always those things that please him. So he's always pleasing to God. There's nothing that Jesus does that angers God. As he spoke these words, many believed on him. So the Jewish people started believing. And then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. So if you live by the word of God and you take that the Bible and you live by it as your standard of living, then you are a true disciple of Christ. Indeed, you're, you're restraining yourself, you're disciplining yourself, you're holding yourself back, you're denying yourself, you're doing your Christian walk where well, you're a disciple of Christ. If you're not doing any of those things, then you're not. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then they said to him, But we are Abraham's seed. We've never been in bondage to any man. How do you say you shall make us free? And Jesus answered and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, whatsoever commits sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abides not in the house forever, but the son abides forever. So he's using that, that mentality, that slave, you know, slave metaphor, that a slave doesn't own the house. The slave isn't part, uh, it's just property. But the son is the owner of the house, and the son will always be in the house because the son is the land, the, the owner of the lands, the owner of the house, you know, and the servant is just someone who comes and goes. And that's why he's using that metaphor. For truly, truly, I say to you, whoever commits a sin is the servant of sin, and a, sin abide, a servant abides not in the house forever, but the son abides forever. And that's why you're baptized into the body of Christ so you can have that forever part. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And that's what I'm telling you. Once you give your life over to Christ, you're free from that sin. You don't have to go down that sinful path anymore. You don't have to walk that life anymore. It's over. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my words have no place in you. See, now here's where he's getting ready to tell them who they, who they belong to. Because he's speaking the words to them, and that's the way it is for the lost people. The lost people can't understand the Bible. Lost people can't understand the Word of God. So if you can understand the Word of God and retain it, that means you're saved. You have salvation. God is trying to connect with you personally. I know that you are the, Abra the seed of Abraham, but you seek to kill me because my words have no place in you, in your heart. You're not accepting to these words. I speak that which I have seen, which of my father, and you do that which you have seen of your father. So Jesus is saying, my example is God Almighty, the Holy One, and your example are these earthly fathers who are broken in sin. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if Abraham was your, your if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham by loving Christ and being accepted 
to his word. But now you seek to kill me, a man that has told you the truth, which I have heard from God. This did not Abraham. So Abraham wasn't able to clearly under, you know, uh, represent God like Jesus is doing. I mean, Jesus is God himself in the flesh. I mean, Abraham wasn't able to do that. I mean, this is God in, in flesh telling these people that they're lost. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we are not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. And Jesus said to him, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and come from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. So he's saying, I come from God. I'm, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Jesus is, is God in the flesh. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my words. So even Jesus knew that these people, and that's one boundary that God doesn't cross, your free will. You can deny the word of God. You can deny Christ. You can deny God because of your free will. And that's what these guys are doing. They're choosing to take their free will and deny God with it. And Jesus is pleading with these people to, why don't you understand me? Why don't you understand my speech? Even you cannot hear my words. My words are not reaching your heart because your heart is a heart of stone. You are of your father the devil. And the lust of your father you will do. He And he talks about Satan. Listen to this. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. So Jesus just gave us an insight of why Satan's so bad. Satan was a murderer from the beginning. So something... Something happened that we're only being a little bit of information. Satan obviously murdered somebody in the beginning of time. Wow. Maybe it's mankind he murdered. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. So they still denying Christ. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? So he's screaming at him, you know, why don't you believe me? Just believe me. If you believe in me, you'll have everlasting life. Just believe. He that is of God hears God's words. You therefore hear them not because you are not of God. There it is right there. He that is of God hears God's words. You therefore hear them not. Because you are not of God. So if you can understand the Bible, if you can understand what I'm talking about, if you can understand the Bible stuff that I'm laying down here, and you can pick it up, then that, that's proof of your salvation, that you're, you're, you're saved. Rejoice, because you'll never see hellfire, you'll never see death. When you die, it's just going to be a transition into Christ. It's going to be great, man. It's going to be awesome. Death is not a day to fear, man. Then answered the Jews and said to him, Say... We not say we not well that you are a Samaritan and a devil. They said we called it good. We we know exactly what you are. We called it right. And Jesus answered, "I am not a devil, but I honor my Father. You do me dishonor. I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeks and judges. That's God. Truly, truly, I say to you, if a man keeps my saying, he shall never see death. There it is. Bam. What I tell you, you'll never see death." It's going to be a transition from this life into the next life. You'll never see the grim reaper. 
He's literally speaking, you'll never see death. When your body dies eventually because it's natural death, that's, he's talking about natural, he's not talking about natural death. He's talking about spiritual death. And that state of death that you'll never, you'll, you're, whatever you state you died in, that's the state. You're, if you're missing an arm, you're always going to be missing an arm. You know, that state of death, that state of decomposition, that state of de- 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 just disgustingness. And, and when he says, truly, truly, I say to you, if, if a man keeps my saying, he'll never see death. You'll never see death. You'll never, you'll never experience a terrible, horrible death. It'll be a transition from this life into the next, into Christ-likeness. So right there, I didn't make this stuff up. It's right there. Then said uh, the Jews to him, Now we know that you are a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets are dead. And you say, If a man keeps my saying, he shall never taste of death. Are you greater than our fathers Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets that are dead? Who, uh, who make you yourself? Jesus answers, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honors me, of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if you should say, I know, if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like you. But I know him, and I keep his saying, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw and was glad. Bam, there's another secret. Remember I told you back in Genesis 1 that at that verse 3, God said, let there be light. And then it said, God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And he called the, the light day. What did Jesus just say? Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and saw it and was glad. I'm not joking, man. It's, it's it's in there. It's that plain and simple. But you just, I mean, you have to read the book to understand what he's talking about. He's he's all over the book. He's, he doesn't, it, it doesn't just read like a straight regular book where it starts in chapter one and everything's in order. No, man, God's all over this book. He's in the front. He's in the back. He's in the middle. He's referencing stuff in the very front. He's referencing stuff in the very back. He's referencing stuff in the middle. He's referencing stuff three quarters of the way. I mean, every bit of the book is in play here. That's what I'm saying. This, this, is, this is awesome when you start reading this. Then said uh, the Jews to him, you are not yet 50 years old. Have, how have you seen Abraham? And then here's where Jesus truly lays it out to him. Jesus said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. The I am is a reference to God. So he's, he's saying again, I'm God, and they still don't believe him. This is so amazing. But the, the hardness of their heart, because of their own free will, they choose to be blinded. They're blinded, and they got uh, stuffed in their ears so they don't see Christ. They don't hear Christ. All they're doing is complaining. This is, this is wild. Then, he, then they took up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself away and went out of the temple going through the midst of them, so he passed by them. He had his supernatural powers where he was able to hide himself in plain sight right in front of him because he stepped in the righteousness because they're blinded to righteousness. So he steps into righteousness and then they can't see him. 
because they're blinded to the Word of God, and Jesus is the Word of God. They're blinded to God, so Jesus is God. So, yeah, it's not hard to hide yourself from people that are willingly choosing to turn their their sight and their heart from God. You know, there there are blind, stumbling fools in the world. That's chapter 8. So, I mean, man... I mean, Jesus, Jesus laid it out to him. He says, where I go, you cannot follow because you guys are damned to hell. And and you will never know where I go. And I know the Father. You don't know the Father. And if you knew the Father and had uh, God in your heart, then you would be accepting of me. And that holds true today. If you're accepting of Christ, if you're taking Christ into your life, then you're a child of God. If you're pushing Christ out of your life and denying Christ, then you're a child of Satan. There's only two coins in this world, a child of God and a child of Satan. And if you choose to sin and have a sinful life, then you're a child of Satan and you're going to go to hell. So uh, Jesus says in the Bible, if you choose not to follow me and not to be a Christian and you choose this world system, then live the best life possible because it's going to be the only life you'll get. See, Christians have two lives. We have the life that we live here in, in the earth and we have the life after death. The lost only has one life. They get to live the life however they want to live in this life. And then when they die, they go to hell. They get imprisoned and tormented and burned. and all that, That's no life after death. That's just torment after death. And that's what's waiting every lost person. And for the scribes and the Pharisees to be told by Jesus that, man, you guys are missing the opportunity. And he says, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you'll know that I am the Son of God. So when when we're reading it from the other side of the cross, so you know, at, at, now we know that he is the Son of God. And for those Jewish guys that were at that time persecuting Jesus and giving him a hard time and harassing him and stuff like all those guys went to hell. And he told them that they was going, and he pleaded with them in this in this chapter to get right with him and believe in him and have save your life and believe in Christ and believe in God, because God sent Christ and they denied God, they denied Christ, they denied the Word, and so Jesus basically told them that you cannot follow me where I go and you do not know where I'm going because I go to heaven and you go to hell. And what he said, you know, your father, you're you're the father of Satan because I'm speaking the words of God to you, and you don't understand. So I mean, there's a lot, and and so you can see, I mean, think about it. They were just told by the living God that they are never going to see heaven. That's something that they was striding for their whole entire life, and that they were going to go to hell when they died. And so these people still had twenty or thirty years left of life in them. So, yeah, they took up stones to cast at him because, yeah, they were pissed. They, they were pissed. And, you know, we know the, how the story ended. Those men eventually died. Those men eventually went to hell because they denied Christ. But, you know, in today's world, there's people out there that are actively, actively denying Christ today. And, and they're, they're headed to hell. So I'd like you to sign up for the prayer list today. And if you'd like a sticker, send me an email. Uh, I would like, I would send you one out. I'll send you a sticker. They're, they're, they're kind of like just round stickers. They say God's pathway to life. Uh, you know, try to just get people to see it out in public and then maybe they'll Google it and find the podcast. That's, that's the whole point of the sticker. I would like you to start your own prayer list, write names of people you love and care about. 
and keep track when God answers a prayer. Okay, I got the prayer of salvation. If you want to turn your life over to Christ, prayer of salvation is set between you and God, you and Jesus Christ personally. You need to seek out and find a church. When you find a church and the church has the invitation time, that's when your opportunity is to go up front and make a public statement of faith to give your life over to Christ and then uh, get uh, dunked in the, get submerged in the water to be baptized and get your Bible started studying it. Okay, so, uh, dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. I admit that my sins separate me from you. I need your forgiveness. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. God raised you from the dead. I choose today by faith to invite you into my heart to take control of my life, to be my Lord and Savior. I willingly choose to turn from sin and to turn to you. Please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me clean. Give me a home in heaven with you when I die. Change me. Make me a new person. Help me now to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, take that statement of faith and start finding a church and start attending church while you, while you can before they start closing the churches down. Okay, I invite you to church on Facebook Live Sunday morning, 11 Central Standard Time, and again, 6.30 Sunday night. Again, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. If you do come, would you put it in the comments section at your front podcast? Okay, I'm asking if God has placed it on your heart to donate to the church, southheightsbaptistchurch.com. There's now a donate link on the website, uh, godspathwaytolife.faith. There's a clickable link in the detailed description box for this podcast. Check out the detailed description box for all links and email information. Okay, that's all I have for today. Remember to say something nice to somebody you don't know because God said we're all strangers too, and he loved us so. Your friend of Christ, Dave. Bye.